I am so excited to introduce Neutralite. This company has been around for 80 plus years. They were green before green was even a thing. They have the world's number one kids and adults vitamins and kids and adults probiotics. This company uses the power of plants from seed to product to nourish and support you and your family's immune systems so you can have fun and enjoy living life together. You know, personal testimony, I had allergies for years and couldn't even be in the room with dust or cats. And the only thing I've changed since then were my vitamins and supplements. They truly cleaned out my system. And now I have three cats. Don't spend another penny on low quality vitamins that invest more in advertisement than the product. Arm yourself with Neutralite vitamins and probiotics, and they have so many more things that will keep you and your family happy and healthy. Also, you can earn points towards cash with every purchase, and with purchases over $99, there's free shipping. Stop losing sleep and time with your family and get back to life with Neutralite. The link is in the show notes. If you're tired of desperately trying to do enough, if you're looking for joy and peace in your educational pursuits, if you think classical education and delight-directed learning aren't mutually exclusive, if you believe memory work is valuable but lists of facts seem boring, if you want true, good, and beautiful education but you don't want to squeeze it into a one-size-fits-all model or externally impose schedule, then join Amy at humilityanddoxology.com and bring wonder and delight back into your homeschool. Join Amy at the five-day winter wonder challenge and get more than $200 in free resources. Again, that's humilityanddoxology.com. Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy, and today's guest is Stephanie Ford, founder of the Wisconsin Homeschool Curriculum Network. With over 15 years of experience teaching reading and special education, Stephanie's hope is to help parents teach their little ones the joy of reading. Stephanie's focus is in empowering parents to be able to teach their own children to read. She offers personalized literacy boxes based on the specific needs of your child. She offers literacy classes, tutoring, and other services, but in the end, she just wants to see your child to be able to read. Stephanie, being a longtime supporter of alternative education, has helped open and or lead more than one charter school. And Stephanie just wants to share her knowledge to help parents to be successful as they begin their journey in homeschooling. Some things that we talk about in this episode is how many parents feel like homeschooling is either going to be a breeze or they just can't do it. The truth is, with the right tools, anyone can do it. Stephanie also helps families with children with learning disabilities through her curriculum resources and the classes she offers. And lastly, we talk about how she could help the homeschool community with her knowledge as a reading specialist and a special education teacher. Go grab your coffee, go grab your tea and a pen and paper because you're really not going to want to miss what Stephanie has to say. Let's get into the podcast. 
today's guest is Stephanie Ford of Wisconsin Homeschool Curriculum Network. Stephanie, say hello to our guests and tell us what is a misconception you feel most have about homeschooling? Thank you. It's just so great to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm honored. Yes. So a misconception that most parents have about homeschooling, I believe, is it's either going to be really easy, they don't have to put a lot into it, or it's way out of their realm of something they feel like they could do. And the truth is, I believe it's somewhere in between that with the right tools, really any parent can teach their own child how to read. They don't necessarily need a set curriculum. They can be creative. And I think that with the right tools, we can really help any parent do that. That's awesome, Stephanie. Let's talk about that because, you know, my podcast is about curriculum, but the truth is homeschooling is about relationship. Homeschooling is about building those relationships, using those tools, using education. Because when you think about your kids, the beginning of their life they're spending it the majority away from you if you're putting them in traditional school. I mean, what kind of relationship can they really, really build? Like, let's say the parents are always exhausted or always tired or, you know, kind of doing things. And I mean, there's almost going to be no relationship built, right? It's going to be a little bit of a strain, but that's why I'm such an advocate. I know I'm a public school teacher, but I'm an advocate for homeschool because I can see you're right. It's not going to be a breeze. It's not going to be like this super easy thing you're going to do. It's, I don't think it's also going to be a ridiculously hard thing either. I agree with you, but I do think it's going to pose a challenge. It's going to take work, but with the right tools. And that's the reason why I actually created this podcast to connect families together with other families like you, because you're a family too. You know, you understand, you get it. So I love this. So that's what this podcast is about, about connecting families together and just getting those tools in their hands. So let's talk about you now. <laughs> let's talk <laughs> about the Wisconsin Homeschool Curriculum Network. Let's talk about that. Tell us all about it. Okay. So like you, I have roots in public education. I've been teaching kiddos for 20 years, started in special ed became a reading specialist, really found my love there. But I'm also a proponent of alternative schooling. I helped open a charter school and then I ran another charter school out on the West Coast. And then it really came full circle for me during the pandemic. You know, I was an administrator and a reading specialist at a public school where my children were attending. I really saw behind the scenes what we were going to be serving to our, with our children. And we had that time at home with them. And I just felt like what was best for my kids in that moment was to use my strengths and teach them myself. So I homeschooled for about a year and a half. Then they came back into the public school arena. I'm also working in the public school arena, but I'm seeing just such a wide gap of skills when it comes to reading. And, and I, I know that we're not serving our kids to the best of our ability. And I, I want to do anything I can to, to help families. Cause like you said, it's about that relationship. We have that relationship with our kids at home. And so even if they're in 
school or not, or if they're in some sort of alternative school, or if they're a hundred percent homeschooling, I feel like any family can use the skills that we need to teach our children to read because tomorrow's our future really lies within that. And I believe firmly that we need to have an educated populace, people who can read and think critically and then make decisions based on that. And it all really starts starts at home, really. You're right. Even when kids are in a traditional school, I found that when the parents are really involved, I get a completely different type of child. I really, really do. I'm not going to lie. It is far from between that the parents are involved for some reason when they're in a traditional setting of school. I think they abdicate their responsibility there in a sense, thinking that, well, the teacher should do everything. And it's like, "Mm, yes and no. It's like there is a responsibility that parents have to take on in that area. You know what? I also see the lack in the reading and the language art. And I teach the big guys. I teach physics and biology. So I'm a high school teacher. And sometimes I'm reading their stuff and I'm thinking, heck, who taught you to write? And I, I remember one day going to my class, I'm like, does anybody read books here? Like I literally asked, I was like, does anybody, is anybody reading books? I think I had like one or two kids raise their hand. And I remember thinking, well, you guys definitely read books because your papers are awesome. But the rest of them, nah, I'm big on the computer sometimes. I'm like, oh, that is scary. I'm like, um, and I had to explain to them the importance of reading. And, you know, lately it's been been highlighted to me even more the importance of reading not just for literacy sakes but also for the ability for them to articulate what they want to say a lot of my students if I ask them a question they can't articulate what they're thinking at all and I'm talking about 16 year olds they can't articulate it they don't have the vocabulary for it I get words like thing you know well I can't explain it you can't explain it start reading some books Start expanding your vocabulary because you should be able to explain exactly what I'm talking about. So I agree with you. I really do. And it pains me every time I'm like trying to get them to write something. So how do you come alongside parents and help their students to be able to get better literacy? Right. So, you know, you said something interesting about how much more of a difference it makes when the families are involved and, and you are so right. But we also know that every kid is a different learner. And, you know, some kids, I have four kids, three of them still at home in school. And they're just like, each one of them is totally different and needs totally different things. And so I'm all about (laughs) really being in (laughs) on the specific needs of the kiddo. So what I do is I meet with parents individually Mm -hmm. and I go through an assessment with their child. That's one pathway. Another pathway is a parent could just say like, I need some flashcards or I need a literacy box for like a five, six-year-old and I'll put that together and send it to them. But where I think my strength really lies is really meeting the family and the kid and then tailoring a literacy box that is specific Mm. towards their kiddos needs. So 
Like for example, right now I'm working on a liter, I'm putting together a literacy box for a young learner. So this is a kiddo who's five. He's kind of in the beginning of the kindergarten grade level. And he actually does go to a regular public school, but he has a speech impediment and some special needs. And so I got set up with his parent and I got to meet him and go through kind of figuring out where the gaps are, where his strengths are. And then I specially design some materials and send them to him. So things like little high frequency sight cards and then games to play, or if the learner was in more like the second, third grade level, it would be aligned to their literacy level. So maybe they're like their past word families and now they're doing some more complex phonics skills. So the literacy boxes that I create, that's kind of the big thing that I am trying to provide to families. They have a combination of flashcards that focus on phonic skills or sight words. And then also, like I said, games and other just activities that the family can use to help their child through a full year of learning. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. It sounds like a lot of work, but that's awesome. (laughs) And you know, I have to say, like, I was talking to another person the other day too, and I think she had seven kids and I was like, and I bet you they all have different personalities. It's like amazing how two parents can birth, you know, like, well, not two parents, but you birth them. (laughs) You can birth four children and Every single one of them is so very different. And I think first of it's very beautiful, but it's also so like amazing how different they all are. Like one can be super artsy. One can be super maths. One can be super in sports, athletic. One can be huge in robotics and things like that. It's just really amazing how all these children in the same household come out so very different. And I love that. And I love the fact that you are specifying and making it very specific to each child. And honestly, if your child's in public school, it's really going to be the after school part where you really can individualize. It's extremely hard. And I almost feel like, and I'm not trying to advocate for public school teachers, but you got to think like, We have something like 20, and that's a small class, like 15, 20 is a small class, right? In California, it can go up to 42 in a classroom. You know what I'm saying? And if the class is 90 minutes, let's say the class 90 minutes, and we have 36 kids, which that's kind of like the norm, 36 kids, 90 minute class, I have about three minutes individually. That's if I get barely, I will barely get three minutes with each and every one of those kids. If I'm with one kid, I have 35 kids who are going nuts. You know what I'm saying? So it's really hard. you know. And I know that the public school is like, yeah, we have an IEP. I'm like, yeah, you know what your IEP says? Kid sits in the front. You know, like that's your individualized, you know, and I'm going to differentiate. I'm going to differentiate for every kid. I'm not going to differentiate for one kid. I'm just going to let you know right now. Like, I'm just not going to do that. Every kid's going to get differentiation at that point. If you want to differentiate for one, they're all getting differentiating. So it's like, I have to, or else I'm going to be like spinning wheels. So I love the fact that you do this for parents. You know, it's really going to happen on the off hours. It really is. And I love the fact that you take time with parents and that you really hone in on what the child needs, because that is really what is going to change. And is really going to get the kid to love to learn when we're able to really just find what they can and want to do. Right. Absolutely. What inspired you to do it? 
what inspired you to start all this? You know, when I first started teaching, I, I loved kids, right? And then I started having my own kids and I still love kids, but it's kind of like having kids at home at the school age really rekindled my teaching. It's kind of like they both are continuously strengthening each other, parenting and teaching it back and forth. And wow. So my first kiddo, she read, I didn't have to do anything. And she's still, <laughs> you know, she's still a great reader. The 13 year old, she's reading at the high school level. Again, hardly had to do anything. And then came the next one. And she <laughs> really, really struggled. She's on an IEP too. She was in the beginning of second grade at like the first percentile. So 99% of kids her age could read better than she could. And at that point I was thinking, wow, how am I failing here? I'm her parent. I'm also a, a reading teacher and a special ed teacher. And even I seem to not be devoting enough time or doing enough for my own child. Mm. So at that time, I was out on the West Coast in Oregon, near Eugene, Oregon, which is where a lot of the science of reading research has kind of come out in the past five years. And so I learned a lot and very proud of the work my child has put into it because she's now at grade level. It has taken a few years. And even like I said, during the pandemic, I pulled her and her sisters out and, and taught them myself during that time. And so I thought, you know, this is hard, but if you know the right strategies, you can do it. And there's just so many things we've learned about reading. Just even recently, I've had my reading license for, I think, 15 years. But like I said, the way I was taught how to teach kids to read in the beginning, like 10, 15 years ago, even that has changed. And so I feel like it's something that is possible for parents, but you don't know what you don't know, right? And so I really just wanted to share that with as many people as I can. One of the things that I do is I teach some classes at the local libraries. So parents will come and I'll show them, you know, different strategies and things they can do with their kids. And I'm working on doing a video series that I'll put up that, that people can watch at home. And then I, I also do tutoring. So that's something that uh, will grow in capacity. I, I do that virtually as well. And so my next steps are going to be to, to actually take on other tutors and train them with some of the specific strategies and have them helping kids too, so that really anybody can learn how to read. That's awesome. So your daughter was the one that basically spawned this company out because she struggled with reading. So I'm going to assume that a lot of the kids who can benefit from your program and your curriculum are going to be ones that do struggle with reading that do need that extra help. Absolutely. It really, it really is. It really was my daughter. You know, the other big person in my life who's inspired a lot of this is my dad. My dad was a single dad who raised uh, the three of us kids and he also can't read. He didn't even finish seventh grade. 
And so growing up, like I didn't have a parent who could help me with schoolwork and reading. And so it's just something that affects, you don't even realize how many people out there are kind of suffering even because they lack this, this skill. It seems like magic to some people, but yeah, that's where the inspiration has been from, from just seeing the struggles and, and knowing that there's something that can help. Amazing. I mean, wow. What a powerful testimony that is like how the whole thing started, like your backstory and wow. Kudos to your dad, honestly, because not a lot of dads do that. And man, is your father still alive? Yeah, he is. Oh man. Give him a big hug from me. (laughs) Tell (laughs) him that I am just like, wow. You know, that's amazing. Great job, Pops. <laughs> Great job. Wow, that's awesome. So where can people connect with you and get your resources, your curriculum? And do you have anything like where they can call you and talk to you, like consultations and things that sort? Absolutely. I have a, a website. It's curriculumnetwork.org. I also have a Facebook page. It is you go on Facebook and search Wisconsin Homeschool Curriculum Network. It'll come up. Of course, my name's Stephanie Ford. So that will be the person that's behind the page there. (laughs) I just started an Insta. I'm trying to get my social media skills. It takes time. Uh, It takes time, right? (laughs) So I I did follow you so you can follow me back. And um, yeah, you know, I have a phone number. I can... Yeah. I can put everything in your show notes for sure. Like all your links and everything to your website. So they can just click and go, click and go. They don't have to like do too much. Yeah. Oh man, Stephanie, it's been awesome having you on and just hearing your story and like, just really feeling, I almost like felt your, your heart in this whole entire thing, wanting to create a curriculum, have resources so that kids who are struggling with reading, they'll have a place where they can begin to learn and begin to feel that confidence again and to grow. Like I can feel your mom heart coming through as, as you're talking and it's really beautiful. I just really thank you for taking your time today and just sharing, you know, your, your testimony, your experience and, you know, the results that came through from your daughter. So thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you know, I have one question for you. What's one big takeaway you want parents to take from this conversation? Hmm. So I like to go back to an analogy that I like to use when it comes to reading. And reading is like planting a garden. You're going to plant seeds with your kid. That starts early, but it's going to take a lot of work tending to the garden, watering it daily, putting in all of your heart and soul. And then you'll see the efforts when things start to bloom, but it doesn't happen right away. So just keep at it and keep the faith, keep doing what you know to do. Awesome. Wise words right there. That's wisdom. (laughs) Thanks so much, Stephanie. If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast, 
follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.